Now, now, where? There? You're there. Okay. Mm. Now I'm not a singer. I can't hold a note. But I want to jump on this song singing boat. Along with me sisters, me dad and his pup. We don't know the words, so we just make them up. And it's yes, yay, ever. Yes, yay, ever, some more. Will we sing these old folk songs? Yes, ever, some more. Although I'm not Irish, I'm otherwise blessed to hail from Nairobi, so who would have guessed? A daughter of Kenya would one day become a folk singing, jig dancing, emerald mum. And it's yes, yay, ever. Yes, yay, ever some more. Will we sing these old folk songs? Yes, ever some more. Oh, how is that for a taste of the Blarney Stone on the podcast? That was really fun. Beautiful, darling. Let me set down the guitar. Love your accoutrements. Oh, thank you. You're coming in yes. style today. I'm from Kenya, but that doesn't stop me from singing Irish songs. From being a, a, a what was it, a folk singing, jig dancing, emerald mom? Emerald mom. <laughs> and it's, it's um, let's turn that one off. All right, mm-hmm. here we are. We're back. Hello. Did you enjoy the intro? I did. I loved it. I was so happy to hear you singing an old Irish folk song. And it was nice to to do the controls a little bit. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. we 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 switched roles. Mm-hmm. I was the singer and you were the editor mm-hmm, for a mm-hmm, moment. Mm-hmm. That was a mm-hmm. that was revolutionary. I felt great. I feel like I'm doing things. I'm you Growth are every day. You are. And I love uh, you came out in full swing for for uh, <laughs> Kenya. I really love your your headgear. Is it too ridiculous, do you think? Nothing. I'm enjoying it very much. Nothing can be called too ridiculous on the doodle cast, I if you insist. Have, if you have little flags that you want me to wear to represent your uh-huh. country, send them. Little in the middle, but you got much back flags? Mhm. What uh, does that mean? Uh it's a lyric from a song. Oh, okay. All right, let's. You want to check in with the nature? You know a camp? lot of that. Those lyrics from uh, songs from that Baby I Got don't Back. Know. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> also, I know a lot of lyrics from Baby Got Back. <laughs> Probably more than you, if I had to venture. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. I'm sure. I'm sure of that. Well, look, we're switching roles today, so you set up the nature cam. Everybody, enjoy the nature cam. All right. We're back to the the 18 to 35 millimeter Sigma art lens, which is for an APS hyphen C sensor plate, but it works on the the Super 35 that we're running there on the Blackmagic 6K. We're at 30 frames per second, which is a little bit different from the 60 frames per second that we're recording this feed on. Wait, this is your monologue. What am I doing? Hit us. Uh, we have a camera pointed at nature. Oh, Pew, are you going to drink drink something? Are you going to show off how much caffeine you can drink? I'm I'm sipping my rocket sauce because we can't do a podcast without Give them rocket that sound. Sauce. Yeah. Oh, I got to get it to the Give mic. them that sound. Yeah. That was like a sound effect record level sound effect mm-hmm. of a can opening. That's the sound of a can of tea opening. 
I have a drink too, Pew. Oh, we're gonna do. Cheers. That's right, folks. You are <gasps> tuned into the Doodle Cast. Mm-hmm. A little bit off the beaten path this episode. <laughs> um, a different kind of intro. intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're gonna get into all the all your all your fan I think favorites. You, before we even make sense of what we're doing with our lives at all, That's we should heavenly we should that you think we're gonna make sense. <laughs> I think we should mention the honors. You want to do the honors? Uh-huh. Okay, from here on out, it's going to be a much more regular episode. Yes. <laughs> like there's a such thing as a regular episode. <laughs> <laughs> Today, ladies and gentlemen, sehr geehrte Damen und Herren, I'd like to appreciate the following people supporting us on Patreon. You can do so for as little as one dollar a month. Here we go. Mr. Maida, Ms. Burns, Mr. Brunson, Ms. Kiernan, Ms. Reimart, Miss Kule, Jeannie and Jean, my UK fan, Andrew, Miss Farvin, Mr. Hamilton, Miss Kester, Miss Eshelman, and Mr. Kester. Thank you. Thank you. Via Duncansy. Yeah, we're so grateful by this. So thank you so much. You know how dry it's been. Hi, hi, What was the joke in there? Wait, uh, it's just been dry. <laughs> as far as for me, you've been working around the clock. That's very true. Yeah, but for singers, this just this. And uh, as of today, everything is online. Yes, I am gainfully unemployed again. Oh, we've wrapped out all those big projects. Uh-huh. I've got a couple little. I'm sad to welcome you back to the fold. You're sad too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're you're lamenting the increased amount of time I'll be able to spend hugging you and eating meals with you and chatting with you and going for walks. I'm so <laughs> sorry that you're sad about those things. We'll strike them from the calendar. Well, no, no, no. The thing I'm sad about is that now, uh, you know, I don't know this. The, the word unemployed has negative connotations, you know? Yeah, if you're not me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you don't worry. You know, from the beginning of this pandemic, Pew's been uh, really, he's been stalwart uh, in Ooh. his, yeah. In I'll, I'll take Your it. convictions, yeah, that we will be fine no matter what. And I really admire that about you. You're unshakable. Well, you're, you are unshakable. You're so unshakable. Oh, junk, junk, junk. Huh? Nope. Uh, you're unbelievable. No. Not, oh, not okay. working, not doing no. it for you. <laughs> Nature cam. Does anyone get the references Pew, Pew gives of songs? At least Pew gets them. Thank you very That's much. That's one person. That's one person that matters a lot. Pew, I don't know what is happening on YouTube, but now we're at 2,100 subscribers. That's I don't know what's going on, how, how people are finding us. I mean, it's not like it's not like we're famous or anything, but the 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 subscriber count is going up. Gosh, thank you, whoever you are, wherever you are, thank you for subscribing and uh, finding our stuff interesting enough to to stick around. We really appreciate it, right, Pew? All right, and here's why. Here's where it breaks down. You know how you're just saying that I was very stalwart and that mm. you you respected that and appreciated that mm, about me. I do. Look, here's the thing. I, do, I do. have mm. unerring faith. In our inherent dopeness. So when work comes in, I'm like, mm. oh yeah, finally, you guys are catching on. Yeah. <laughs> when you get subscribers, you're like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, did you guys mistakenly <laughs> click on subscribe <laughs> button? <laughs> no, I know. I know that um, 
I know that someone somewhere is enjoying what we're putting up. So, no complaints from me. I think it's time we introduce uh, the third presenter in this show. The third presenter? Mm-hmm. Wait, about two yeah. feet down fe- down from your nose? Yes, I think it's time we introduce, because um, he's kind of uh, insisting that he be noticed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, usually no, he's asleep, he doesn't want anything to do with us. Honest to God, he's a, he walks, if you're going into a room, he mm-hmm. runs in front of you to get there first <laughs> at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He was just kicking under the table right now. Is he kicking? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> He's um, kicking. I'm going to say a bunch of things really quickly, so bear with me. Mm-hmm. The f- job that we just finished last night was the uh, virtual celebration of the grand opening of the Terasaki Budokan in Little Tokyo, Los Angeles. Um, very happy to be done with that. Very, it's launched. It's online. Already 400 views. Wow. On uh, climbing. Mm-hmm. 100% thumbs up. No thumbs down That's at this point. Good. Mm-hmm. Loving the launch date, and mm-hmm. uh, the response has been fantastic. Not the point of the story. The point mm-hmm. of the story is you and I were at the Terasaki Budokan the first time I saw uh, the kick through, yes. through your dress. Uh-huh. Like it, <laughs> w- your whole dress just went boom. Boom. Yeah, yeah. So. You were kind of astounded by his power for his size. Yeah, He's I really didn't realize small. <laughs> that this early he could be having an effect on the world around yeah, him. That's yeah. insane. It's, it's so cool. Aw. So amped well, up for this. Welcome the third member of uh, the podcast. When are we going to have another one? I want another one. We have to finish having th- this one first. I am <laughs> so sick of your rules. This is what <laughs> women do. Setting dates and sticking by yeah. them just to show you that we can. They're like, uh, my body, my choice. I can't have three kids simultaneously on a staggered schedule. <laughs> and that's kind of BS. You realize if, that, right? If you're if you're working on one, you can't have another one. That's just how it works. Nature. This is not me. I didn't write these rules. You don't think I want to have all the kids all at the same time so I never have to do it again. And this is why I... I honestly believe that Mm -hmm. uh, straight white males are the most oppressed group of people on the planet because of rules like these. What do you say to that, Swinky? I won't even dignify that with a response. (laughs) So I'm just going to say that I have either, you know, comments or news. Oh, wait, no, we can't jump, skip over you. Do you have something? Do I have... uh, in reference, y- yeah, yeah, we have to do Commentopia next. Oh, okay. I thought I was the producer. Oh, but then you're w- working I the have, controls. I have something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send out a beacon. First of all, I apologize and I take it back completely. That was moronic. I know that uh, straight white males are not the most oppressed <laughs> group of people. Oh, ooh, and if, <laughs> you, had to, you had to say something. If all of our listeners could go ahead and not text me that I am dead wrong on this. It would save <laughs> you and me both a lot of time because I already know that. Okay, let's see. You know what? This is the thing. Okay, I know this has been used by some people who are considered right-wing and therefore it's not taken so seriously by people who don't think that they're, they're right-wing. Here's the thing. is If they is, weren't correct, why would it have been called the right-wing? Uh, I think it's just a matter of a scale. You just draw a line and if it goes, if from the center it's toward the left, then it's left. If from the center it goes right, it's right. It doesn't mean that yeah, it's correct. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it's not a coincidence. If the left wing wanted to be correct, they should have called themselves the correct wing or something like that. Do you know what? This is actually something that has I been do carried know down what. in language where they used to discriminate against people who used to use their left hands. So well, right darling, was dominant that's just and sinister. therefore it's just... Okay, baby, I'm just... Uh, yeah, I'm going to cut you off there. <laughs> and I'm going to say... I can't... Listeners, go ahead and don't write in. I'm just being an idiot. <laughs> yeah, Pew just likes being like this. Okay, he enjoys um, it a lot, right? 
What? You love being contrarian. I do love being contrarian, but mm-hmm. it is the reason I would stop being contrarian is because it's becoming a hassle to respond to all the texts of telling me that I'm uh, being an idiot. Oh, to shut <laughs> up. <laughs> no, it's okay. You Y'all can are ha- wearing me down. You no, point. you had you had your chance. So that's you've used it for this episode. I was going yes. to say pew 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 pew. I was yes. going to say yes. that some people on the uh, right. Yes, please. Um, say that it's the they call it the oppression Olympics. It's like people are like, no, my group wins because we we don't have this or this happened in history. Therefore, we are oppressed. And then another group comes and says, no, 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 no. We are more oppressed than you because this and this happened and we are lacking this and this. And because of history, we are therefore like this. And then another group comes in and says, no, 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 no. We are worse off than you guys. So they call them the oppress- oppression Olympics. And uh, I think... Uh, this, this entry of mm-hmm. uh, straight white males who can't uh, have their kids when they want them. <laughs> <laughs> They're just insisting on joining the Oppression Olympics and really there's no there's no need. You don't have to. Yeah, it's, it's actually, <laughs> um, you might be surprised, privileged mm. people, the Oppressed Olympics are not, a, it's not a competition you no, want to be no, in. No, no, you don't. Rest assured, you don't want to be competing for that title. Mm-hmm. And I think, okay, the title itself is, is I think it's con- condescending and uh, it's glib in a lot of ways, but that's how people talk these days. Everyone's extreme. Like, no one can talk uh, measuredly. Ev- everything has to be feverish and emotional and ex- excess, excessive. So, yeah, you don't want to be in that group that, uh, that uh, feels that they have to raise their voice louder than the others because no one is listening to them. And I don't think straight white males have that problem. (laughs) 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 Everyone listens to you guys. You're so lucky. It's look. Even when you're not making sense, everyone still (laughs) listens. (laughs) It's so nice. (laughs) Now, um, speaking of white people who don't make sense, I've been Mm. going down a a libertarian rabbit hole this week. Oh no, baby! Why would you do that? Well, I've done that before, by the way. Oh, okay. So, so you're not so innocent. I'm not so innocent. Doo doo. Um, here's, uh, there's a couple of thoughts I have on libertarianism uh-huh. and I'm sending the beacon out to a one, um, John Kester. Mm. If he has any thoughts of this, I'd love to hear what he thinks of, of this political viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that interests me the most about it, and then I've got a question for you cause this is what I'm, for me, yes, yes, okay, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that interests me about libertarianism is that it seems to come from a very, very good faith argument that people are fundamentally good, that we can, without any mm. uh, system of checks and balances, without any government, the nature of humans is to do good things mm. and that we will be good. And, uh, you know, when the parents aren't home, we'll behave ourselves as well as when the parents are home. Mm. And that seems to be a beautiful, a fundamentally beautiful ideal that I wish I could agree with more and I would love to get on board with. Mm-hmm. Um and that's kind of like the interesting core mm. of libertarianism to yes. me. Uh, the problem is mm, mm. that it is a solution for society that does not address any of the concerns of society. Right. Like it only mm. works on an individual level. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get into that, into um, a second person, you will inevitably at one point or another need arbitration yeah. which is a third, third person party. yeah yeah mm. and then you'd need some authority to enforce that arbitration which is we're back at government again mm. um so i love the ideal 
but I hate the contradiction of a plan for society that is um, that excludes society. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's a it's a puzzle. I've been mm-hmm. thinking about it, mm-hmm. and I'd love to hear a smarter person's opinion. Someone who has been thinking longer than I have on this earth. Um, so that please ignore all the dumb things I say <laughs> and pay attention to the ignorant things I say. This is w- an area where I'm ignorant and I would love anyone mm. in our listener base to yeah, share their thoughts on, on libertarians. Tell and us what you think. Um, that said, I will not be writing in Vermin Supreme this year for president. I apologize to all our libertarians. Vermin listen. Supreme is yeah. one of the candidates. I think he is kind of the definitive candidate for the wow, libertarian I've, movement. Vermin Supreme. I've never yes. heard of that. I've heard of the Green Party. Are they libertarian? I think they're the Green Party. Oh. Sorry. Shows you how much I know. <laughs> well, I. Uh, what's your question for me? Did you have a question? I do me? have a question for you. Mm. That's my thought for this week. Mm. And my thought was um, that, you know, I think, I think some of the most interesting thoughts that we have... Mm are the ones that are centered around contradictions or paradoxes. Mm. Uh, I think the brain naturally goes there. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering, in the last week, this is kind of like a very specific question, so if you need a minute to think about it, take it. Okay. But what kind of like what kind of contradictions, paradoxes have you been thinking about this week? Are there any that have crawled through your head? There's a lot going on politically there's a lot going on socially there's a lot going on between you and me there's a lot going on with the the child growing inside of you mm. like what 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 inherent contradictions or paradoxes have you seen in the last week that interested you if oh any gosh i know it's a very specific question but i imagine mm. that if you just start talking about what you've been thinking about <laughs> we'll paradox find, will yeah we'll find some contradictions and some paradoxes yeah. some, some uh, universal hypocrisies mm. well um gosh okay i'll I'll just point to something that's recent that was on my mind because of how ludicrous it was you mean ludicrous the rapper or how absurd it was no i mean the adjective oh, okay <laughs> uh the there there was a politician in in kenya who was corrupt for a number of years or some time span mm-hmm. and she was caught in her corruption. I mean, everyone is corrupt, but she was caught in hers and they decided Just that she would be targeted. question of specificity. Do you mm. mean everyone on earth has some corruption somewhere inside them? That's or also all politicians? true, but I mean all politicians in Kenya. It's impossible to be a politician in Kenya without being corrupt. Well, it's, is it it's embedded in the system that we inherited. I mean, I don't know if that's unique to Kenya, the mm. uh, uh, the job is public service. The thing that gets you there is a desire to have power. Mm. So there's no truly humble person who runs for office to truly serve the public. I really think there's some people who do it so that they can be involved in public service. I really think there are people who want, who see a need in the community and they feel that they can fulfill that need or at least work with other people towards fulfilling that need and then they get into office. I think there are some people who genuinely want to do the right thing, but then it's easy to get caught up in uh, all the the hang- hangers-on. Yeah, and mm. the, the certain amount of politicking you have to do mm. to serve publicly, like you've got to do favors and yeah. you've got to have favors done for you mm-hmm. and once you get a favor done, you owe a favor and mm. suddenly you're in service of that favor more right. than you are the people, mm-hmm. depending on how you swing it, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the public servant who she, was corrupt. So she was caught, and then she was fired. 
and then she sued the government for firing her and 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 an unpaid bill you know unpaid uh income so so the government uh, awarded her you know they said okay fine yes you were fired and you weren't paid after you were fired <laughs> duh but then <laughs> then they gave her one shilling the grand total of one shilling so in kenya i'm so used to seeing people walk free w- people who are involved in graft mm-hmm. just people who have embezzled they have sucked the the nutrients from the government teats <laughs> and walked away you know with farms houses they have you know land in france you know they 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 amass wealth and then they walk away they're free mm-hmm. now this lady could have walked away free cuz she was fired oh yeah she had two fists full of cookies from the cookie jar yeah. just take your cookies and, and, and enjoy away. them don't sue the government for the jar and the cookie factory as well <laughs> yeah no one was going to take the cookies from her and it for me it it it's it's it was just unusual it really stood stuck out to me because people rarely come to justice people who have stolen from us the people rarely rarely come to justice so it was refreshing and at the same time i thought <laughs> it's kind of laudable cuz that's just one case most people get to just walk away and she did she did walk away she wasn't yeah, told with to her, with her shilling yeah and she wasn't told to hand in her assets and, yeah. and her farms and bank accounts and yeah now i don't know too much about the uh Kenyan judicial system mm-hmm. but kind of like the gold standard in america mm-hmm. the the what gets more done that i don't have the statistics to back that up but mm. uh one of the most powerful weapons we have mm-hmm. um outside of legislation mm. is precedent mm. so if a judge rules a certain way in 1963 mm. and you have a case that can be compared mm-hmm. then your lawyer can say well look judge this is how it was ruled the last time this exact same thing happened mm. it wasn't contested it wasn't pushed up to the supreme court mm-hmm. uh the entire american judicial system has stood by this decision in 1963 mm. so it is imperative that you do the same thing right now mm. like that's that that's what you can do with precedent precedent yes and unchallenged mm. if president if if, a, if there's a precedent and it goes unchallenged mm. um it doesn't become a law but it becomes the truth of how th- the law is interpreted. Mm. So uh, it might have been really brilliant on mm. the judge's part. Mm. I don't know if you guys are so, if you guys adhere to precedent as, uh, as much as America does. I don't think does. so. Mm. But for him to say like, oh yeah, you sued us and you won and here's what you get. Mm. It's a shilling. Mm. <laughs> that, um, <laughs> yeah, sue the government for firing you for corruption, you get a shilling. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. So... If the judge had, uh, if if the court had found against her, mm. then she could appeal. But you can't appeal when the judge rules in your favor. Yeah. <laughs> so he might have been doing something really clever, protecting right. the government mm. from now till the end of time in Kenya from being sued and sued and sued and sued by everyone who's fired. And they can't sue because they're rich. They can yeah. afford the best lawyers. And it doesn't matter to them how long they drag these cases through the courts. Well, it Money does if the return on that investment is one shilling. Mm. If you're going to be paying your, if you're holding lawyers on retainer for thousands of dollars a month, mm-hmm. and you do this for years and get a shilling back, <laughs> that's your own dumb yeah. self. I I like the, when you said paradox in, in this last week. That's the one that stood out to me the most. 
And Matt, I don't know if that was a natural paradox, but uh, well, I guess it was because she's a human and those are natural. But she was forcing Kenya, a paradox. Right. Like, it wasn't there until she insisted <laughs> that there be a paradox. Right. I don't know. Sometimes things happen that m- not quite restore your faith in in the institutions that are in place right now, but kind of um, reminds you that they work in their own way, not the way that you want them to, I guess. We're playing mm-hmm. a game of whisper down the alley mm-hmm. from the thing that happens mm-hmm. to the person who sees it, to the reporter they talk to, to mm-hmm. the editor of that newspaper, to uh, the search engine that pushes that article to the top of Google or doesn't. Mm. Um, there is no reason for good news to make it down that whole chain. Mm. Good things are happening all, all the, the time. time, all the time that don't make it through that chain of pass it down the alley. Mm. So we don't know about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has to be interesting. Like she sues wins <laughs> and gets a shilling <laughs> to make it through. Yeah. But every day, every day there are police officers doing their job. There are judges who are defending the little guy. Mm. There are politicians who are writing legislation that will improve the quality of your life and the life of your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Every day this is happening all the time, but it never makes it to the top of the search engine. Right. Yeah. So don't lose too much faith. Okay. Also, it doesn't really matter, matter nearly yeah. as much as the stuff that we need to fix. The mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we got to fix this stuff. Yes. Because mm. it's bad. <laughs> um, I, I don't really have anything more to say about the past week and paradoxes. That's okay. The, uh, yeah. You want to jump to Commentopia then? Okay. We'll, we'll extract you from this. I I'm did sh- want to say. I that, hope that um, you will. Th- there's always something interesting happening in the news. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to me only because I'm a Kenyan. And watching American news kind of like uh, with this uh, bird's eye view. Mm-hmm. And I only and I don't really get entangled in it. And maybe that's why it's interesting for me. So I'm not really seeing paradoxes or <laughs> I'm, uh, th- lots of contradictions. But all I see is uh, a, a country where the underwear is washed in public every day. Wait, what? Did you hear that record scratch? <laughs> Era what? Yeah. Oh, you mean metaphorically? Yeah. I thought you were talking about our neighbors or something. No, 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 no. America in general, mm-hmm. for the whole world, it's like, you guys just wash your underwear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> Every, For everyone, not just for Kenyans, for everyone. You, I, We're all watching you. <laughs> it's on the news all the time. Every little detail. England? So was doing this. He put his hand where? England got it a little bit with Brexit. They were kind of on the world stage and everybody was looking at them in their dirty <laughs> laundry. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, nobody... Like, what's what's Spain's dirty laundry? Oh, I have no idea. Other than they've had trouble with COVID and people are getting tired of the lockdowns. And now this, there's another spike. But that's spike. not their political dirty laundry. No, like, no. What? Oh, the king of Spain had an affair for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't abdicated, but he had to leave Spain because he was using um, funds... Uh, in a shady way. Ah, mm-hmm. ooh, that's some good. Uh, yeah, dilemma. some nice. Mm, yes, and dilemma from Spain. That's that's dirty they laundry. Their, uh-huh, yeah, they have yeah. nice dirty laundry. Too. Was he having an affair He's with an the Queen guy. of England? That would be no, so no, no, hot. No. no, some lady that he was just, just supposed to be his friend. Oh, and she really did love him. And then when she got old, he just went on and found a new young one. See, that's the problem. He's a serial data. That's the problem with linear time. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the thing. He's also getting old. How come he gets to just go and find the trade in the old car for a new one? He die. 
(laughs) (laughs) This is why white men are the most oppressed group because we have to listen to women talking about how they uh, get thrown to the side. (laughs) Gonna cut to that. Are you seeing? Are you seeing what I have to deal with? Okay. (laughs) The thing about that frame is you've got the flag in your hat. (laughs) It's impossible to take you seriously. No, I, 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 I'm not. You know, okay, fine. Lucky, you guys are lucky biologically that things don't go wrong. Pew! I think this is time to air my dirty laundry a little bit. Actually, it's not even my dirty laundry. I don't have anything to be ashamed of. So, okay, you all know that I am in my late thirties. When we go to the hospital and the doctors are dealing with me, everyone has to tell me how old my uterus is. <laughs> Why? Geriatric uterus. Uh, can I jump in? Super, yeah. Geriatric uterus is an actual quote that an that, actual doctor yes, used. Yes. They, that's the nicest term that the whole medical community could come up with for her archaic reproductive <laughs> organs. Why? Why? Does anyone refer to men like that? <laughs> well, why? Why do you have to call my uterus old? Hmm? They put you up on the, on the chair with the stirrups and mm. then the doctor comes in with a boombox and he presses play on the Tales from the Crypt theme song. <laughs> <laughs> and this happened, all it, it's been the, th- the case all through. They oh. have different terms for it. I can't remember some of them, but that's the one that stuck with me, the um, geriatric uterus. Biblically aged, <laughs> the, the one doctor. Ancient. <laughs> <laughs> Comically old novelty uterus. Please. Please, medical profession, can you stop being ageist against some of us? Hmm? We're just uh, human, like everyone else. And they don't even have to mention it half the time. They're like, well, we wouldn't do this test, but your uterus is so ancient at this point. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to do it. <laughs> he died. They love he died. dunking he died. He died. on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a thing. Anyway, I had to say that because Pia was talking about uh, how men have it easy. Wait, no, I was talking about how men have it so hard. Men have it so easy. Do you want to do Commentopia? Yes! All right. Hi. Welcome to Commentopia. This is where I read a comment from the internets. This one is from um, YouTube. It was a video of autumn leaves. It's from a viewer in Japan. Konnichiwa! The, ch- the name of the channel is Naoki.f channel. And then it, the comment goes like this Clap, 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 clap. Emojis. Karehayo. Karehayo. Subarashi. Pew, will you translate today? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Uh-huh. Uh, can you give it to me once more? Karehayo. Oh, um, look out. There's curry. Karehayo. Look out, there's curry. Subarashi. And it's super. <laughs> it was autumn leaves. Kareha. Did uh, you learn something today? Karehai o? Kareha. Kareha. Mm, kareru is to dry up. Ah, kareha. Kareha o. Mm. Ah, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got That's all, that's the comment. But there was one other comment that I want to say. It wasn't the main one because I mentioned this comment before. Oh, I've run out of music. That's, that's because, okay. Yeah, that's okay. You can do it. All right. This one is from my dog music. He said, uh, Jesus, Swinky, 
you're singing better and better every time. That made me really happy. You know why? Because I was huffing and puffing that day. And it was early in the morning. And um, walking and singing is easier when you have more lung capacity. And as you might know by now, my lung capacity is diminishing <laughs> significantly. <laughs> you sublet your torso. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it was really nice to get that comment. And I'm happy. I love singing. And I'm glad that it sounds like I'm getting better because I do I do put in effort um, in my singing. Do you have to admit that it's getting better? I have to, yes. A little I'm a better, better singer now than I was a year ago. Mm-hmm. A little, little by little. You don't really notice the little changes. But every now and then you sing a note and you think, Oh, good job. You did that well. Good job. Yes. Yes. That was I, me singing. Yes. I got to go to the nature cam. <laughs> Why? Because of my It looked face. like your face was going to rip off of your yes, skull. Yes. Because of happiness. Because do you want me to do the happy scream? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. You, I'm not supposed to veto anything. This is yes and <laughs> city. Happy you can tell me to do the happy whisper. I'd love to hear the happy whisper. Yeah. No, the happy scream is a little too much for poor old <laughs> Pew these days. Especially after that grand opening. Um, And I can relate to that. Every now and then hitting a note and feeling like, holy cannoli, I'm doing it Pew, your singing is getting better you just admit i admit it. i'm thrilled i'm mm. thrilled here's the thing is mm. the year while i was here and you weren't mm. i was just singing to myself every time i drove anywhere Aww. at the top of my lungs mm-hmm. so i was i was having a good time there there are a couple times i got notes even when you weren't here i was like hey i did it yeah and i was very happy of oh, that's moments. so nice all right you ready for the next segment yes pew <laughs> Swanky News Network presents The War on Crickets. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Karibuni, welcome to War on Crickets. Uh, this week, we had one casualty. Uh, he died. So what happened was I was lying on the floor enjoying a beautiful, beautiful rendition of Watership Down, uh, which is a story written for children but it's really beautiful about uh, some rabbits trying to survive. I was watching this show, and then this cricket decided that uh, it belongs here, and I said no. So I grabbed one of those sticky papers, and I held it over this cricket, and the cricket went in head first and back first as well. So he took about 24 hours to die, but eventually... He succumbed. And that is all from me on the war front. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Asante Nisana. This is uh, field reporter Pew doing a quick jump in. It, it seems that your information is incomplete. There was more than one casualty <gasps> in the war on crickets. Um, and I, I, if I can, with your permission, I'd like to report on that. That is true, Pew. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Field Reporter Pew. I, I completely forgot because I was so content with the results of my war. <laughs> so, yes, tell us, fill us in. What happened on your end? Um, first of all, it is uh, folly of the highest order to ignore your allies. There is no, uh, no, no soldier is an island. We are in this battle together. Um, so to call it your war in particular is a little hurtful and offensive, and I'm not sure if I'm going to be fighting on your side for very much longer. That said, uh, the report of the incident was there was a cricket 
uh, right outside our front door. He was kicking back, sip, sipping gazpacho and reading his newspaper. <laughs> I looked at him and I stepped on him and that that was that. It made me think of how in Australia there are all those frogs and it's a, a weekend out to just go and shoot them and make them explode. And drive over them. And drive over them, yes. <laughs> but there are two fewer crickets uh, in, our, in our community than there were at the beginning of the week at the time of broadcast last week. Field reporter Pew signing out a little bit hurt and a little bit disappointed that you don't acknowledge his contributions to this war. Um, goodbye. Uh, field reporter Pew, please, uh, my deepest apologies. I was just uh, very carried away by the success of not my war, but uh, w- w- uh, what it was happening on, on our front. So please accept my apology and continue in the war on crickets with me. Uh, thank you very much. Well, it is still disheartening to know that the moment the grim specter of success shows its pallid face... <laughs> You suddenly become an egomaniac. (laughs) (laughs) Taking all the credit? No, 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 no. We cannot do this on our own. Uh, Please remain in the war effort. Thank you. Thank you, Pew. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, it's time. We're back in the studio. Field reporter <laughs> Pew. You still hurt? I'm sorry, Pew. No, what? Uh, I, I'm not... Field reporter I'm Pew. Pew. I'm not field reporter Pew. Those oh. are two different people entirely. You're right, you're right. My mistake, Pew. You have the same name. No, one of us is Pew and the other is field reporter Pew. I don't see how those names are you even similar. You also sound the same. Uh, one of us is highly compressed and has war sound effects going on in the background. <laughs> the other of us... Does not. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Tell us, Pew. Any other any other false equivalencies you want to whip around the room? None whatsoever. Like a rambunctious rodeo no, clown. I am defeat. I am become death, mm-hmm. destroyer of worlds. Wait, should I have said I am become defeat? Yes. Okay. I am become defeat. A wi- <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> a winner is not you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You are fail it. <laughs> I fail it. Oh no no! There, it's an old video game, mm. and it would. There was one that would say, "A winner is you when mm. you beat the game." Is <laughs> a bad translation. Yeah. And then the other thing it would say, it might have been a different game, but mm. the other one was, um, "You are fail it. Your skill is not enough." <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am fail it. You are fail it. Uh, My no. skill is not enough. Noteworthy. Noteworthy. Do it, Pew. Uh, no worry. We'll continue to work on the Christ. Uh, now that I'm done with those two huge projects, the LTSC mm. Gala and the Budokan Virtual Celebration, I have time to write again, and I got to use that time efficiently because I know that there are a couple of jobs coming in on the horizon, yeah. and uh, once we're busy again, uh, we'll be busy again, as, mm-hmm. as, as is inevitable when you're busy again. Yeah. Uh, so we've got the Christ, and mm. I'm working on the first rewrite. We had some stinky scratch draft that was incoherent and a mess. Mm-hmm. Cleaning <laughs> it up, um, restructuring a couple of plot elements, trying to make characters more useful yes. throughout. Mm. Seems to be working. I can't wait to deliver a draft. I think by the time we're recording next week, there will be a draft that mm-hmm. you will have read and we can talk about it then. But it's just rewrites at this point. Any yeah. questions, concerns, comments, There was a curiosity. Day, day during the week when you were happy, you said you cracked it, you cracked it. What did you crack, baby? 
did you kind of tie everything together is it did you crack um how to do it without making them look um like they were calling out people who live in the countryside as as hicks or what did you crack there's something you said i cracked it uh i I broke stories so Mm. usually when i write i do Mm. an outline first and then take that outline and turn the you know the two sentence paragraphs Mm -hmm. into the scenes that they represent Mm. so uh, two sentences will become two pages or something like that Mm -hmm. um this one is very character based Mm. and kind of abstract so I just started writing scenes with the characters in it to see how they talk, to see right. what angers them. Mm. Just kind of like I, I try to shut my mouth and listen to them mm-hmm. and transcribe whatever they're saying, however they fight, which gives you many fast pages mm. of useless dialogue that you just have to crumble up and throw away. Mm. Um, what I didn't do for the script was do a, a full-blown outline of what would happen in Act 1, what the main body of the film would be, and then how it resolves at the end. Mm. So I had Act 1 written. I had Act 3 with like 60% there of where I wanted it mm. to land. Mm. And then Act 2 is just whatever I wanted to write that day, I would write mm. and then know that I would delete it later or that I would use it as... Um, research for their characters and their personalities that might not ever make it to screen um so i finally took the the 80 90 pages i'd written in that style Mm. uh and found structure in it found the first Ah. act Mm. how it would build in the second act and what exactly would resolve and how in the third act like so you have your story yeah yeah yeah. i I finally broke the story got the character arcs going There's still like a couple unanswered questions and I'll have to keep listening to them as they talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll we'll get there. Mm. Now that we've got structure, uh, this the script is kind of indefeatable. Mm. It it once you have structure, the thing will stand. Yes. Um, mm. It doesn't matter how beautiful or ugly it is. Mm. It'll stand mm. Mm. and we can make it beautiful from there and make it practical and useful from there. Uh, we didn't have structure until this week. Now we have structure, and that's a huge step. That's wonderful news, Pew. We should have party music. Good job. Now I feel wildly inadequate because I don't have any party music going. <laughs> you want me to get the guitar out? No, no. No, that's really good, Pew. I'm excited. I applaud you. I'm really excited to share mm. it with you. And wouldn't you know it, these producers, they just keep emailing me, asking me when these scripts are going to be ready <laughs> so they can evaluate it for whether or not they want to fund it. Mm. Ah! Oh, you're you're having so many problems right I now. I know. I'm so busy with all this client work making money, good bank for our family, <laughs> that I don't have time yeah, we need to... to say we don't end up hungry and on the streets. <laughs> that I don't have time to, to do all, all this screenwriting that these producers are bugging me to do. It's okay. You have problems that people wish for. I know. That's why I've been in such a good mood yeah, lately. Yeah, yeah. I'm really happy for you. And you were so brave to come out to L.A. and leaving your wife behind... You were brave to join me. Yeah. You know that there was a risk for both of us. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope that it all works out for you, Pia. I would really be happy for you. You take that back right now. For us. That's what I want <laughs> to hear. Together. Because the simple reality is there is no working out for me. Mm. If it's working out for me, it's working, working out, out for, for us. Working out for us, yes. Um, that's what the, the, can I say the coolest thing about being married? What? Is since there's that arrangement, mm. I... 
we're we're twice as likely to succeed because if mm. it works out for you, mm. it's working out for us. We double our chances. Yeah, yeah. Yes. All that has to happen is it works out for one person, mm-hmm. and then it works out for us. Yes. It's just it's such a cool thing that we've doubled our mm. our chances. Of There's something the, the the Bible says about that that two are better than one. Mm-hmm. When one falls, the other can pick him up. Mm, the other, when one is dead, the other one can carry him. And yeah. that's why there's one set of footprints. Uh. <laughs> okay, you know what? Pew is always br- what? Nature care. <laughs> Pew is always bringing up that extra set of footprints. Wait, no, one less set. Of, what? Is the there an extra set of footprints, or is there one? Not enough footprints. Okay. Because it was there that that I carried you. That I carried you. Ah. How about a news article? I have many. Oh, but let's get into it. Yes. First news article. I skipped a day. Do 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 do. I skipped a day. Do 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 do. I skipped a day. Do 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 do. What does that mean? It was Wednesday. No, it was Thursday night. Ah, and I thought it was, I remember. Yes. It was Wednesday in September. It was Thursday night, and I thought it was Wednesday. I was shocked when Pew told me, no, 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 it's Thursday. <laughs> um, I feel like I lost so, that day. So you're saying that there's, there's, there are other ways to say it. Other ways to say what? That you were, you were, you were... Gobsmacked? Yeah, you were shocked. There, there, you're... Making it clear, you're drawing a line in the, the sand. Th- yes. That there are other ways to say it in this mm-hmm. very. Also, instance. oh my, I was in shock. Excuse me. Oh, hour. Oh, hour. I was in shock, baby. Does that ever happen to you? You're sure. You're sure. It's the day before, but really, a whole other day has gone by. Um, it has happened. I am no longer shocked by it. I'm just like, <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> 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 I guess I'm not as clever as it's, I thought. It's because we don't really have routine. You know how. On Monday, you would do this, go there, see this person. That's not the case anymore. Nope. Next news article! Our neighbor with the fruit trees left some fruit out for anyone who would. Anyone who wanted it. <laughs> These glasses are hard to see through. <laughs> Our neighbor but they, with the but fruit they make trees you look so left serious. some fruit out for anyone who wanted it. And we took some. It was good. Were they limes, baby? They were lemons, I believe. Oh, yeah. yes. And we made. Uh, we took those lemons and, and we made lemonade with it. We actually it. made lemonade. And it was very sour. Five lemons uh, straight from it's the tree is I too much, it. I You think. know what I do, baby? I dilute it with hot water sometimes. Oh, honey, you're just diluting yourself. And then you know what? Pew um, put ginger ale in one in, in a glass of Yo, lemonade. Yo, how good was that? Delicious! Though. That was really good. I wish I could learn how to make ginger ale by myself. I, th- I think it's makeable. You get a mm. carbonator mm-hmm. um, and ginger. That's it. I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to make ginger ale. Anyway, the, the thank you neighbor. Um, he's really nice. I don't know if he speaks English, but he's really sweet. And he writes, uh, uh, he writes gratis on mm-hmm. a sign, uh, and and anything that's under that you can take for free. Yes. Yeah. And he always has things. It's so nice. Yep. Sometimes <laughs> he has a garden. <laughs> sometimes it's lemons. Sometimes mm. it's bamboo shoots. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
Sometimes it's a it's scrap a firewood. Wood. Yep, yep. Mm. We have we have used his wood as firewood. Remember camping? Yeah, yeah. 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 When we went to uh, Idlewild, that mm-hmm. was our neighbor's firewood. Wow. And you noticed that it burned way longer, longer than that stuff than you get at the at the stores. I think they make it that way. Yeah, they, they, they cure it in a way that it'll burn faster, so that you get more. Boo! No, those, boo! Uh, boo! Sweetheart, those trees just grow faster. They're they're less dense. Oh. So you get a big fat tree in mm-hmm. much less time than than densely packed wood. Oh. That's all that's going on there. That's all. So there's they no, grow quickly. No conspiracy. And they're che- no, no conspiracy. They just grow quickly, which means they're cheaper to grow. Okay. So you buy a bundle. Hmm. For a lower price than hey, very dense wood. Hey, you something every day. I didn't yeah. know that. Hey, there's another thing we talked about today that if you have a tree and you want to coexist with that tree by taking its sap, you have to cut around it in a spiral so that the tree doesn't die Yes. from bleeding. Yes, so you can... Um, I don't know how it works and I could mm. be completely wrong about this. This is something I was told a long time ago mm-hmm. that if you cut in a circle around the bark and uh, bleed out the sap that way, mm-hmm. you'll kill the tree because there's no way for the nutrients to get up the veins. Yes. Mm. But if you do a spiral, somehow it doesn't die from mm. that, which I, search me, I have no idea how that works. Wow. Nature is amazing. Next year that go. You saw a coyote. He did not tell me. Lies. What did you see? A Lies. fox? What did you see? A lion? Lies. What was it? A mountain lion? Impugning my honor. As a such. jaguar? I saw two coyotes. Two? Yes. Hey, baby. When was this? Um, I think two days ago, maybe three, three days ago. And you only thought to tell me yesterday. What? Then it was two days ago. I told you the same day it happened. Really? Yesterday yes. was two days ago? Well, okay. Um, <laughs> this is why I will never go under oath. This bah! is why. This is why you do not talk when you're being yeah, questioned when, by the police, right? Yeah, because you don't remember things the way you think you do. Yes. Mm. So, are you done impugning my honor? Or are you going to tell the rest of the story? Oh, that's the news. There were two coyotes. Should I tell more? About yeah, it? Okay. I want you to talk about it because you experienced it. I've never seen a coyote. The only coyote I know is Wiley Coyote, and he has the long nose and he walks on his hind legs, and he's always blowing up or falling from great heights. These, lamentably, I am uh, devastated to report to you, mm-hmm. were not walking on their hind legs. Mm-hmm. They did not have jetpacks on, nor did they have rocket skates. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But they both looked very happy. They were just trotting through our neighborhood, wow. stomping across people's lawns. They were like mm. two brothers or two best friends Mm-mm. in the coyote world. And um, there was a lady walking her dog heading towards the coyotes. So I stopped the car, rolled down the window and said, there's two coyotes that way. Mm. And she said, thanks. Which way are they headed? And I said, north. So she went south. Oh. Huh? If they're headed north, she went south? Uh, They were ahead of her already. If she had gone north, she would be walking towards them. If she went south, she would be walking away from them. Okay, okay. Oh. Wow. Yes. I don't know why I was, I was uh, intrigued by that story because we live in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Yes, Los Angeles. So I never ever thought that there would be other, w- there would be wild ad- animals other than possums, skunks, cats, you know. There are definitely coyotes out here. If we move to know. North Carolina, there yeah. are definitely bears. Gosh. Just living in cr- close proximity to here's everyone. Here's the thing. Yeah, mm. here's the thing. You are mm. the one in our house who reminds me more often than not that we are guests on this planet. Yeah, yeah. But we are, you're right. You're dead right. Mm. The coyotes 
are the real proprietors of this land. Yeah. We are guests on their property. The bears are the real proprietors mm-hmm. in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, we're the guests. When we're gone, they will flourish. When we're gone. When, when we're, we're gone. gone. They won't miss us when, when we're gone. gone. They won't miss us by our hair. They won't, won't miss, miss us, us anywhere. Coyotes will won't not miss, miss us, us when, when we're gone. gone. Nature cam. <laughs> That's why we have the nature cam. This is exactly why. That's all for the news. That's all for the news. Yeah, on. I wanted to end on a silly note, but it's serious because coyotes what did you are no end joke. On? on a silly note. Do, 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 do. A, a silly, silly note. note. Do, 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 do. A silly note. All right, let's do the next segment, whatever it is. A movie. Spooky. What? <laughs> Home run. <laughs> it is Mookie Rispoopy. <laughs> Killed it. Baby, I'm trying. <laughs> now for our favorite fan favorite segment, Moopy Rispoopy. <laughs> you want me to go first? Uh, so what we've got, I'll set it up a little bit. Okay. We had we had a themed week. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's a game. That we're going to play, and I hate to tell you this, mm. but uh, you got to play the game. Do you agree to play the game? I agree. Okay, let's get that on camera. Cut to you and... I agree. All right, so here's the game. <laughs> um, and enter into this game in earnest. So we've got three films, mm. uh, and here's the name of the game. Yes. Porkin with Sorkin. So we watched three Alan Sorkin films that mm-hmm. he either wrote or wrote and directed. Mm-hmm. I had never done the Sorkin deep dive. I'd seen parts of the social network, uh, was bored to tears by it. <laughs> um, but um, we did, We figured why not do it? Uh, let's let's take a look at this guy, his, his, not his full body of work, but get a sample. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sorkin rhymes with Porkin. Porkin is making pork? No, it's... Um, uh, having intercourse oh so we're gonna do our reviews we're gonna do our we're gonna do our reviews and then we're gonna we have to and you gotta engage in this in good faith okay we're gonna ask the question would this have been better as a porno film (laughs) okay (laughs) this is such a cute segment (laughs) (laughs) feels kind of like an aaron ross segment oh really You're right. <laughs> All right. So we saw three uh, Aaron, Aaron, Alan, Aaron, Al- Aaron, Aaron, Sorkin. I'm Al- getting confused Aaron. now. We, th- we saw three Sorkin films. Mm-hmm. Um, the Trial of the Chicago 7, written, directed, and on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw Moneyball, and we saw Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll, we'll go through these in the order in which we watched them, which mm-hmm. is incidentally the order in which I also listed them. Uh, and you'll go first. So, am I supposed to say whether I want it to be a porn or no, not? No, no, no. We'll discuss that after. So, we'll do our reviews ah, okay. and we'll then we'll reviews. get into the, okay. the actual conversation. Okay. Yes. Here we go. Trial Sh- of the Chicago 7. Chicago. Chicago Sh- 7. I never thought I would cry for a movie featuring Sasha Baron Cohen. But such is life. Such is life. Yeah. Indeed, darling. These things really happened in America. We have kangaroo courts in Kenya, but America wins this one. It was court dilemma at its utmost. Amazing. Wow. You like Bam. it? Bam! 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 Mm-hmm. Indeed. 
The Trial of the Chicago 7. Here we go. You ready? Yes, Peter. These are my least funny ones. I I was just kind of writing straight reviews because they're such straight films. They are. And they're basically very well made. I kept saying that they're documentaries and you would correct me. They're not documentaries. (laughs) These are dramas. (laughs) Okay. Go for it. Jury tampering. Witness tampering. The beating and gagging of a black man on trial with no representation and police taking off their badges before beating peaceful protesters bloody all serve as a heartwarming reminder that while things are (laughs) effed up now... They're really not that much more or less effed up than any other moment in American history. Bam! Um, yeah, and in some ways that's kind of comforting that this is not a new low. No, 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 and no. There no. have been other lows. There, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we swing low to the uh-huh. ground in this country. Swing low. All right. So, okay. um, well, let's let's talk about the film a little bit. About Chicago Seven. Uh, about Chicago Seven. Do mm-hmm. you think this film would have been better as a porno? No. Why not? What would the premise be? <laughs> like what? You can't ask that question like that and expect me not oh, to answer it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know there's binding and gagging. Would you make that <laughs> sexy? Who's to say it wasn't already? Smack me. <laughs> Can you imagine a freedom fighter saying that? No, 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 no. At least he 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 was his case was dismissed as a mistrial. <laughs> and then and then you see what you never want to see police take off their name tags and badges and, and their shirts <laughs> <laughs> okay all right maybe maybe it would work as a porno here's the thing mm. uh joseph gordon levitt mm-hmm. and sasha baron cohen mm-hmm. are both so incredibly charismatic i think they could carry the rest of the cast okay I'm not a porno expert, but I guess they, they could, they, every, anyone. Truer words have never been spoke <laughs> on the, on the doodle cast. <laughs> I suppose, um, I suppose they could. And, and Borat, uh, walks around in a, in mankini all the time anyway. So, um, he would be very comfortable in no clothes. Yes. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. it is, it is very clear that Sasha Baron Cohen in the name of comedy has no fear uh, of, of being naked. Mm-hmm. Who's to say that he doesn't have similar fearlessness uh, when making porno. That said, I'm looking forward to watching the movie he's uh, released recently where he's wearing a mask as a mankini. Uh, Borat subsequent <laughs> movie film? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing that. It's out. It was out last night. Is it on Netflix, Pew? No, it is not. It is oh. on Amazon and okay. only Amazon. But we can look into the rental price. I want to okay. see it too. All right, Pew. And then we'll tell you how it was. And if you've watched it already, let us know. Yes, but don't tell us any of the hilarious spoilers coming mm-hmm. down the pike. Moneyball? Moneyball! Now, first of all, okay, with a title like Moneyball, obviously, it should be a porno. But it let's should. do our reviews okay. anyway. <laughs> you're silly. Now you're making me think of balls with money. <laughs> and I don't mean eyeballs Uh-oh. or meatballs. This is one saucy episode. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. <laughs> Moneyball. <laughs> Okay, Pew had to explain baseball to me at some point in the movie. I thought it was like cricket, but without shin guards. And people run instead of walk from square to square. Do people say Brad Pitt looks more like Robert Redford the older he gets? They should. Bam! (laughs) They should. (laughs) You hear that, people? You should say that Brad Pitt looks more like Robert Redford Mm -hmm. the older he gets. Mm -hmm. Bam. Mm Mm-hmm. 
All Your right. turn, Pew. Moneyball. Mm. Finally, a movie about America's pastime. No, not baseball. Choking an algorithm on force-fed data and relying on the output to game institutional systems for personal gain. Hey, wait, gain. they do that in business. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the American tradition. Very good. Yeah, you like that? Uh, very good, yeah. All right, let's talk Moneyball. Um, should it have been a porno? It should have. I think it would have worked as a porno because there's a lot of uh, spitting. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> there's a lot of high-fiving and grabbing each other's bums. I thought that that was a joke. I thought that they did that baseball players didn't actually do that, but they do. They do the high-five and then they grab each other's bums. So it might work as a porno and they would call it money balls. And I think maybe they would um uh, um you, your value goes up the better a baseball player you are and the better you are grabbing your Grabbing play. bum. Bum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that a good premise? Do you like it? I, I like Would it you watch much. Moneyballs? If you if you wrote and directed it, I would watch Moneyballs <laughs> any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> my bowels make more money than yours. No, my bowels make more money than yours. No, let's... let's and then Jonah Hill comes in and he's like, look, guys, you're all analyzing these balls incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do an algorithm. <laughs> That's <laughs> naughty. <laughs> um, on to the third, to the third one Third and final the third film Sorkin movie Yes the, Are you enjoying Porkin with Sorkin? It's very silly I'm enjoying being naughty You are You're such a devious little child Hey how come you don't get to say Whether it sh- would be good as a porn? Wait I, I thought um, it was, It's I thought just I, the question is just on me? No 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 I said I said even before we started That I would I, uh, With a title like that Obviously yes Yes that's true It you writes itself mm-hmm. And you get Brad Pitt in there Boy it's mm-hmm. gonna sell millions Yeah Millions The more and more he looks like Robert Redford Yeah Steve not, Nothing drives ladies wild Like an old Robert Redford <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah Steve Jobs Please if you're making movies about presentations, show at least one presentation. You can't have people talking and having flashbacks before every presentation and then leave us hanging in the end with blurry slow motion and no presentation. Please, just show us the presentation. Bam. Uh, I, hope you, I hope you're listening, Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> we wanted to see those keynote presentations. presentations infinitely yes. more interesting than any family than drama. Than any conversations they were having in the back. Everyone suddenly had something to say. <laughs> I've got something to say. <laughs> I <laughs> felt so bad for Steve Jobs. Mm. 30 minutes before every keynote he's ever done, mm-hmm. the entire universe descends on him to <laughs> complain about what a jerk he is. Terrible dad. <laughs> You're a bad business partner. (laughs) Steve Jobs. Do it, Pew. On the eve of the most significant product launch of his career, Ebenezer Jobs is visited by a series of ghosts who uh, who appeal to his better nature. Then they do the whole rigmarole again, and then in case you missed it, they do it a third time. Bam. It was yes. That's that summarizes it, baby. It was just presentation after, pr- actually not presentation. It, no, was it was just pre-presentation drama. This, can we get into it? 
Mm-hmm. First of all, yes, obviously should have been a porno. Mm-hmm. Michael Fassbender and Kate Winslet, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it would be a good porno, you think? It would be fascinating at least. But they'd be standing around talking the whole time. I disagree. I think they'd be standing around screaming at each other the whole time oh. and then throwing papers on the floor and crying. Let's talk about Steve Jobs because I've got a lot of complaints. Okay. <laughs> Did you enjoy it at all? Uh, I guess I did enjoy it. Uh, I found myself a lot of times thinking, was he really like that? Was he really that mean? Or it's just dramatized. Was he that mean to his daughter? He has one daughter? I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I didn't know how much of it I was supposed to believe or what I was supposed to take from it. I, I really, I guess, I, did I enjoy it? Baby, I watch Hallmark movies sometimes, so I'm, I guess... That is not a mm. very encouraging answer to the question. <laughs> if I was the writer or director of that film and, and the audience was like, look, uh, man, we watch Hallmark movies. Of course we're going to think this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I would not feel no? very confident. Okay, okay. What did you think? But I thought it was a complete waste of time. Yeah, there were only 18 minutes left and P was like, yeah, I don't want to watch any more. To be fair, I didn't. <laughs> I was so out of my mind <laughs> bored at that point. I was just thinking, wait, we're going to take another day? It's going to be another evening of watching this movie? Let's just finish it. This movie was so hacky and tacky. It felt long. The only... Like, it, it felt weird that there weren't... Um, there weren't songs by Andrew Lloyd Webber throughout the song the movie mm. that's that's how tacky and ham-fisted and poorly written I felt like the story was that mm-hmm. like that that act one is him backstage and there's just this parade of people who come in and say you're a flawed human being and here's what you should do to improve it mm. act two is him backstage the same parade of people comes through mm. and says you're still a flawed human being and you better change it and so you'll be good mm-hmm. and then act three the same parade of people come through and say this is your last chance to change and then he changes and everything's good happy ending uh does he ch- i don't know he was he did his little yeah, lisa it was named after you the whole time nah. <laughs> I care about your college career. Just suddenly, so hacky. You know, baby, when I saw the audience doing the wave, I thought, Mm -hmm. no, for sure, this is the presentation they're going to show us. For sure. Because the audience was so excited to see Steve Jobs. And I know from Pew that when he was performing his presentations, he was quite the entertainer. He had people intrigued and he could eating off the palm of his hand. So I wanted to see this for myself and how Michael Fassbender would do it. But it never happened. They just blur it. They we just got, blur and end. We got a little bit of that. Remember when, um, I think it was before the launch of the, the iMac, the, mm. the third launch. Mm-hmm. He was like doing some riffing with the audience. He was in a really good mood and mm. doing jokes and kind of bouncing ideas back and forth. with the. There was like, we got five minutes of charismatic jobs. Mm. Dude, he was a salesman. Mm-hmm. He was a carnival barker. Mm-hmm. He is not this like god of industry. Yeah. He was a douchebag who didn't pay taxes and made other people build things and never gave them credit for it. <laughs> wow. So that part is true. That's yes. Okay. Yes, he was an absolute monster. Mm. He was an egomaniac. He had a team who built things and then he took credit for it. Mm. And I don't understand why in the third act he got this like free pass because he said, like, oh, how's your college going? I'd like to read an essay you've written. Mm. And suddenly we're supposed to be cool. 
it was just such a failure of filmmaking, of yeah. screenwriting, of structure, of character development. The only time I've seen character development this paper thin was in the Mortal Kombat movie when <laughs> Raiden comes out and says to Liu Kang, Sonya Blade, and Johnny Cage mm. exactly what their character flaws are and how they have to fix them before the end of the third act. And then in the third act, they do. It had, there are two, film, two films that have laid this out as poorly. Steve Jobs and Mortal Kombat. Oh, that's a mouthful. I don't know much about Mortal Kombat. I know it's a video game. <laughs> they made a movie for it, huh? They did. Oh, good for them. Everybody was happy. Yes. No, I agree with you, baby. There wasn't much to hold on to. It really felt like the movie was starting and starting and starting and starting and just no payoff at any point. For me, anyway. Please, if you talk about presentations, and this person is famous for presentations, show me his presentation. Don't just talk about, don't talk, don't show me before and then not show what's going on. Anyway, you did tell me that he, the writer of this film is a playwright, right? He considers himself a playwright. Yeah, he so says, I write plays that happen to be made into movies. This was very much a play. It all took place in the green room backstage before Everything the presentation. It was just a parade of people walking through. You could do it in a black box and mm -hmm. nothing would be lost from right. that screenplay. Yeah. So maybe it works as a play. All of them. Mm. Uh, Trial of the Chicago 7, it all takes place in the courtroom. Yeah. Works as a play. Moneyball all takes place but in the, th in the mm -hmm. baseball, like in, that, in their offices. Mm. When they're just talking. Works as a play. What were you going to say? I was going to say, but there's action. They, they cut to the demonstrators and the kid going up the flagpole and the speech. And the, there was a lot going. But all that is like window happening. dressing. That's, that's like, it's nice mm. and I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But for, for Chicago 7 mm -hmm. and for Moneyball, you and I were both uh, at the edge of our seats mm. about two very important, not imp the importance can be debated, mm. but historic events that we knew very little about. Mm-hmm. And had little investment in right. going in. Yeah. Like if, if you had asked me where I rank the trial of the Chicago 7 mm -hmm. a week ago on my list of things that are important, mm -hmm. it would have been a zero. It would have been off the map. But you were same aware for of you. it before that. No. Not oh, at all. okay, okay. Uh, same thing with Moneyball. Neither mm -hmm. of us care about baseball. Mm -mm. Neither of us care about baseball stats and how to <laughs> manipulate them to form a perfect team on a budget. No. But the, the characters were so well developed and the stakes were so clearly established mm. That those two, we were on the edge of our seat, like yeah. just so excited for a week of Sork and after the uh, the Chicago 7, mm -hmm. Steve Jobs had none of that. It was such none. a weird script yeah. and such a such a failure of storytelling on every every level. Wow. I agree. I agree. I do. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I have nothing to add to that, really. I did like seeing Seth Rogen acting. Seth, that's... Okay, that's mm. what carried the whole film. Mm. Fassbender, Winslet, uh, Seth Rogen, mm. all tremendously charismatic. You yes. can put a film on their shoulders and they'll tiptoe delicately down the aisle and carry mm -hmm. the whole thing without ever breaking a sweat. Um, same thing for Moneyball, same thing for Chicago 7. Just the perfectly actors are splendid. Here's mm. the thing, when, you're s when you've got dialogue as good as Sorkin's, mm -hmm. the actors are lining up around the block and wow. it's only being given to people who can handle it, who can mm. get through the the density of it and deliver the emotion underneath all mm -hmm. of it. I love his dialogue, love his writing. You know, one thing that made me happy, and I want to ask you if you think it was written in the, into the dialogue. You, you, you talk about how um, Brad Pitt is kind of famous for eating in yes. his scenes. 
So there's that scene where he just throws nuts into his mouth. He doesn't even chew them. He spits them out and he picks up the phone. <laughs> so do you think that was written into the film? There were a couple of things that I wasn't sure if were if they were written into the film. Mm. That was one of them. Mm. The other was when um, uh, Jonah Hill throws the baseball at Brad Pitt mm-hmm. and Brad Pitt doesn't catch it mm. and says like, what the hell was that, man? <laughs> I kind of felt like that was an improv moment. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but yes, the spitting on the floor may or may not have been in the shooting script. Can't call it. Could have been improv. And I really liked how that uh, captured like the the manic adrenaline that he gets when he's, when he's doing these dealing deals. The, the the players, right? Yeah. And I like how you put me in my place when when I said, "Oh my gosh, they just trade the players between teams. They don't even ask them. They just say this one costs this much. Okay, fine, you can have him." And then Pew asked me, "So if we if if someone offered you a certain amount of money." for a job and it's a good amount you wouldn't take it and I said well, yeah, I'd consider it I mean I wouldn't, <laughs> oh, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. write it off <laughs> yeah before that you were like on <laughs> Camp Righteous waving the flag <laughs> it's slavery <laughs> <laughs> the difference was they're getting paid 240000 a year slavery yeah. didn't include they that did stipend no, also they didn't have their own homes they couldn't just go back to the front yeah I know I know, I know. There's, <laughs> yeah there's a bit of a difference between trading baseball players yeah. and, and slavery it's so easy to be a hypocrite yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Contradictions. You got one. Oh, wait. Yeah. Inherent human paradoxes. Mm-hmm. It can't be helped. And that's why we need each other to call each other out. I agree. We do mm-hmm. need each other. Um, I want to close out with a new question. Is that okay? okay? That's fine. The new question is, um, what can we be doing to fix it? And you're allowed to define what it is. We can work on ourselves. Um, it is whatever it is that is holding us back. Now, I think... Therefore, you are. The current dialogue in America is really messed up. And it's, it's, I think it's emblematic of dialogue around the world. It's just really crippled. And I think we can fix it by... Just taking a step back and remembering that we all want the same things. We all want to take care of our families. We all want to drive on roads that are not, you know, not potholes. That you know, like a road road. So we should take a step back and listen, and don't be poised to con to contradict someone all the time. Or to contest what someone has on their mind all the time. Just be more open. Can I jump in on that one? Yeah. Uh, And don't assume that you know what is on another person's mind. I think Mm. a lot of arguments are held, uh, especially political debates, Mm -hmm. are held internally with um, erroneous assumptions Mm. and plenty of assumptions like lots Mm. of assumptions many of which are erroneous about what the other person is thinking feeling Mm. what they want in the world what they're trying to fight for what would make them happy we go in uh with with these baked in assumptions Mm. and i think we do that wrongly and um the the first part of talking i believe is is listening a whole bunch and asking questions right back to you i'm very glad that one of my first experiences here in america was going on a road trip it's been over a year since that happened. Wait, no. It, it went in December. Yeah, yeah. Take that back. But um, 
I've been here for over a year and I still think America has a lot of things working for it. And we are so busy arguing over things that aren't working that we forget what's working. And maybe this is just my privilege as someone who uh, grew up in a place where a lot of things don't work, like the very basic things. So let's be more grateful. I think if we should, if we have an attitude of gratitude, we might, we might find it easier. Can I jump in? To go from day to day. Sure, you. That you have just encapsulated the miracle of Swinky. What? You didn't catch it? No. What? I'll tell you exactly what it was. Mm. Uh, you you grew up in a country uh, with more immediate and pressing problems than the average American faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you frame that as your privilege mm. because it gives you an access to understanding and empathy. Mm-hmm. You just reframed your hardship as your privilege. That, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is the miracle of Swinky. Bye! No, it's true. I hadn't thought of it that way. It's true. That is that is a complete paradox. Oh. That your hardships are your privilege. But that's also your day-to-day reality. That's Mm -hmm. that's how you naturally frame those experiences. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brilliant. We can't do better than that, so let's get out of here. Okay, let's get out of here. Together. Together.